I like beer. It makes me a jolly good fellow. I like beer. It helps me unwind, and sometimes it makes me feel mellow. Makes him feel mellow. Welcome to I Like Beer, the podcast where we discuss great beers and the stories that go with them. I'm your host, Jeff. And I'm your host, Jeff. And with us today, we have the doctor. Aloha. Sound guy, Tom. Check one, two. Check one, two. And producer Joe. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Hey, we're friends who love good beer and telling stories, so we turned it into a podcast. A podcast tonight that is embracing that bunker lifestyle. (laughs) More on that soon. Teachers by day, beer drinkers by night. Although summer's on it on the way, so yes, beer drinkers by noon soon. Yes, yes. Lucky enough to live in North County, San Diego, California, beer mecca within a beer mecca. So please pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and join us. And of course, please find and follow us on social media at I Like Beer the Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. I like beer the po one. I like beer the ta one on Twitter. And make sure to like, follow, subscribe, give five stars, and comment. And then you can check us out on our website to learn more about us at ilikebeerthepodcast.com. You have your social media stuff down, Talent. You do. I'm I'm working on it. It's, yes. (laughs) I practiced it all week just for that moment. Hey, by the way, Talent, are you back in the A studio this week? I got, yeah, kicked out of multiple rooms this week. So I'm, yeah, back in the the A studio. (laughs) We're all going to be back in Studio A soon. I I can't wait to get back into into Studio Joe soon. Studio Padre coming up soon. We're getting close. Yeah, I... I'm a nomad on my my studios at my house. I just find an empty room that no one's in, and I go and sit in there and and podcast from there. So, not from a closet yet, but I yeah, foresee that if we're not that, back in the that studio, could be soon. getting there pretty soon. Yes. No, that's my brother Sean, and not from a bidet yet. Only no, only Todd's accomplished that. that. I'd, I'd have to travel to a house, and if I'm traveling anywhere, Joe, I'm coming to your house. All right, that's a good deal. Listeners, thanks for sharing our podcast with your beer drinking friends. Yeah, and make sure when you share with them, also virtually toast, share, have a beer with us on Untapped. We're very easy to find. You can check us all out at under I Like Beer, the podcast. And Doc, you inspired this week's theme when you brought up bunkers and bomb shelters last week. Yeah, I was just talking out of my rear, so. <laughs> but great idea! Great ideas are spawned from that. Yeah, there That's you go. Right. And we we took it to heart because after hearing about that and and all of the stuff about time travelers, yeah, uh, from the future warnings real. about the end of the world, we said, hey, oh, actually, time traveler update. Time traveler twenty five eighty two recently posted on TikTok, which seems to be the preferred platform of time travelers everywhere. Of course, he uh, is saying that based on his experiences in the future. We do not need to worry about aliens. Uh, it's actually monsters under the sea instead that will be our downfall. Okay. Uh, he basically said it in the not-so-distant future. I think within five years, he said that there will be a study uh, that scientists will be conducting exploring a hole in the Arctic Ocean, and they find that the Earth's core is basically hollow, and there are some very large and terrifying oh, creatures that live I down there. I saw this movie. Yes, I did, too. It was called Godzilla versus King Kong. So, <laughs> But... Maybe that movie is not fake and it has some basis in reality. I don't know. But anyways, that's that's the latest from the time travelers. That's good to know. They spill the tea just one little drop at a time. So just giving us all the information up front. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. 
I was to say, with that in mind, I think it's time for us to start prepping, which I think is where you were going right there. It, it was. I, I listened to a number of uh, uh, bunker prepping podcasts this week, and I started off with thinking, these guys are nuts. Always guys. No, there was one that had a, a woman involved. And then by the end of the week, I was like, but you know, if I had the money, I, I would totally put in a bunker. Why not? Why not yeah. just have one? I <laughs> and agree. I already know, you know where to put it, how to build it. Uh, what company to, to have uh, put in the filtration? So I can see how someone gets sucked in on this real easy. Uh, <laughs> we're just doing the hypothetical. Thanks to Doc's uh, prompting bidet talk. There you go. Hey, what are we drinking? What are we drinking? That's where we're going right now. All different right. from this is different from a deserted island beer because that's tropical. That's mm -hmm. warm. This is a beer that you're going to be stuck with and want to enjoy in cold. 62 degrees, apparently, from the podcast I listen yeah. to, always, yeah. at all times. Dark, windowless confines of a bunker for an unknowable amount of time. Perhaps forever. You don't know. Uh, so very different than our, our earlier episode of Deserted Island Beers, which is, you know, Mexican lager territory right there. Right. So tell us, what are your thoughts on a bunker beer? Well, actually, initially, I was like, well, you're going to be down there for a while. So a lager is actually a good thing because it's cool down there and it needs to last a while. I don't know that IPAs might be good for the first week or so, but after that, right. you want some freshness in your beer. But then I said, you know, it's kind of dark. So I was looking for a dark, delicious beer. And I'm like, I could go Devil's Canyon full bore Scotch Ale. That would be a great thing to drink in a cold, dark spot. But ultimately, I decided to go with I like beer, the podcast, uh, Strawberry Blonde, because nice. I know how to make it. And so if I run out of it, I can <laughs> just make more make of more. it down in the bunker. And I had a fresh batch that I just kegged and, and carbonated this weekend. So that's what I'm drinking tonight. Well, wait, can I go to your bunker? <laughs> yes, you can. You can definitely hang out in my bunker. That's a good yes, you can hang out in my bunker. We would definitely have a tunnel system. Yes. Uh, as part of our, our plan here. Uh, it's all tunneled to, to talents for beer. Hey, Tom, any surprises for us or we know what's coming? <laughs> I'll be disappointed, Tom. I'm yeah, just going to Come say. on, Tom. Come on. Well, for the longtime listeners out there, you likely could bet the farm and get this one right. But for all those new listeners out there, besides going to Chico State, there's a reason why they call me the Chico Kid. Sierra Nevada with Pale Ale was my first wow beer. And as we like to say, I have been loyal ever since. <laughs> so yes, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale is my obvious bunker beer choice. I'm going to say this, about week six, you're going to be drinking some skunky-ass beer. <laughs> <laughs> but to, to your point to, your um, point to that... Uh, a good backup plan would be Sierra Nevada Porter. Yes, that's like that's there an excellent call. Yeah. Or Stout. And Joe, what what are you slipping into the bunker or stocking up in the bunker? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to bring a knife to a gunfight, so my chosen beer would be Hennaberry whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually probably pretty smart, Joe. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially that caramel, uh, uh, the caramel, the salted caramel. Yeah, salted version. caramel. Oh, that's really there good. would be yeah, a lot of good. bottles down there. I don't know how long I'm in a bunker. You know, there's not oh, a long high time. enough ABV on a beer for what I would need down there. So <laughs> you may not want to come out. I might not. The coast out. is clear. You know, I'm true. good. He may not be able to come out. <laughs> that's true. Kids, go help dad. Yeah. And it's also what I'm drinking tonight. So if I, you know, if I get too slurry, then you guys know what happened. Sloppy Joe's. There you go. Doc, what would your bunker beer be? You know, I got a bunker story for you, but I'll say that for later. So, uh, you know, I, I thought about this for a long time and, I, and, you know, it boils down to pretty much what I'm drinking right now, I guess. I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll drink one of these cold mango cards forever. So there you go. Golden Roads mango card. 
Yeah, I thought I did think way too much about all of the questions I sent out today. I spent way too much mind time on. I had other things to do, but I couldn't stop thinking about like, especially as I was listening to those podcasts. Like, well, what if the shit did go down? Yeah, <laughs> I really need to think about this. Yeah. True. And where will my bunker be? And I kept coming back to Guinness. I was nice. actually on my list. Yeah. I, I think that was a good one. That's, that's a good, good one. Good out. Yeah. I know I'm not going to get tired of it, and I know I can drink a lot of it. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, yeah. Stay good. We are going to find out more about how the ILB team would stock their bunkers soon, plus a, a bunker story from Doc. But first, it's time for a more serious than usual toast, roast, and pour one out. So I know, and and we usually try and are, are, are kind of a lighthearted and try and make light of uh, of some things going on in this world. But in light of all of the uh, stuff coming out of the craft brew industry this week with regards to sexual assault, harassment, sexism, et cetera, uh, and is continuing to kind of come out across the U.S. and even here in San Diego, we decided we were going to do a little more serious toast roast pour. I'll touch on first our toast, uh, Brianne Allen, who is the individual a brewer, I believe, on the East Coast that kind of started this. And uh, the many courageous women who have shared their stories uh, about uh, sexual misconduct in the beer industry and, and uh, the mental and physical abuse that they have suffered, a uh, toast to them because that, that was very brave of them and, and what kind of started this conversation. Um, and it's actually, you're already starting to see some, some changes and even some big changes already here in big San Diego. Changes. Big changes. So that, that's my toast. Quick, but a big one. It's hit, hitting awfully close to home. Yeah. And, you know, not just women, but people of all different gender identities and people of color uh, that have been encouraged uh, by her and her story. So thank goodness it needs to be outed. And, you know, a, a special toast to our own San Diego area, Beth Demon. Uh, you can find her at, at Delighted Bite on Twitter and at The Delighted Bite on Instagram, who has been, you know, chronicling this and sharing this uh, right here in San Diego and doing a great job with that. I would agree. So, and then to just follow it up, since it is toast roast pork, roasting any of the individuals and places named in any of these stories uh, are on these accounts and uh, have committed these acts or the people that have stood silent uh, as they went on. It makes you gulp and say, you know, what's wrong with these men? Don't they grow up in homes with mothers and sisters? Don't they have childhood friends or girls? Because it seems like the root issue is they can't dignify a woman or person of color or gender identity as a human of equal worth that I wonder, don't they have aunts and nieces and daughters and coworkers who have helped them conquer their stupidity? And I guess the answer is, is no, no. So, and then on the last one, I think the poor one is just that it's more of a, hopefully a, on the positive side is that maybe change is coming uh, as a result. Like I said, we've already seen some change or at least people talking about change uh, as there has been at a minimum, a, a reckoning in the craft beer world and even here in San Diego. Right. I was thinking about what what can we do? We have the small platform, um, and I was feeling a little discouraged, but I realized, you know, it's not a small platform. We have a, a many platforms. We're right. fathers of daughters, but much more importantly, we're your fathers of sons, all of us. Right. I know we all five have had those talks with our sons since they were little boys about how to treat their sisters, how to treat girls as they got older, how to treat women and any other human being. And just treat others, right. Yeah. And that behavior, I know their behavior has extended to their friend groups and we have that role. We have a platform everywhere, anywhere we go as middle-aged white men because we are on the in the most 
we are in the safest, most powerful identity on earth to speak up and step up when we see a disgraceful behavior. Uh, that speaks volumes. And, you know, we already do it at our dinner tables in our classrooms, our places of employment, our friend groups when necessary. You know, hey, bud, you're crossing a line. Right. You know, we should be more adamant, vocal, passionate about uh, women and anyone being treated less than. I mean, we should be at least as passionate about it as we are about gay penguin rights. That is true. For Very sure. Point. Right. Good, good, good point. So, so we got to treat everyone Everyone with dignity and respect, speak exactly. up, step up when you see that not happening within uh, you know, our s- scope of influence, which is broader than we think it is. Right. I agree. Well said. Well said. So with that in mind, uh, that's the Toast Roast Pour for this week. Tune in next week. We'll be back to probably uh, finding some lighthearted stories, but I thought this was appropriate for this week. And this isn't going to end, and that's good. It's good yes, that's not going to end. Everything is. that needs to be outed needs to be outed, and people that need to go need to go. Right. Um, it won't be fun to watch, but it needs to happen, right? Right. And I think like we we were talking about before the podcast, uh, you know, you can kind of make your statement or whatever with your pocketbook, right? You can choose where you want to do business. So, you know, those companies that are making changes, great. Those that aren't, don't have to do business with them anymore. Ladies and gentlemen. And those of you who didn't know what our teacher voices sound like, there we just busted out our teacher voices. <laughs> yeah. This has been Toast, Roast, Pour One Out. Everybody enjoying their beer or whiskey? Yes. Yes, in particular. Good. I really love Guinness. I don't have it enough. Back to bunkers. I asked the team to compile a list of bunker basics. Beer, of course, we got that covered. Also food, a canned, frozen, or boxed option. And somehow I, my my mind, my hypothetical bunker is from like 1981. Right. So you get, you get a record player with one album. You got a, a VCR with one VHS tape of an old TV show and a choice of book or banjo, musical instrument or a book. What would you prefer to have in there with you? So let's start with the food because we got the beer and every once in a while we need some nutrients. So what's your food item, Tom? You know, that's a tough one because it's like we said earlier, it's something that's got to last. So I'm hoping that there's a refrigerator somewhere and I'm throwing a bunch of frozen pizzas in it. That seems right. Oh, it goes well with Sierra Nevada, too, so it's nice and complimentary. Oh, it goes great with Sierra Nevada. Now, if you could get those frozen pizzas from anywhere, where are they coming from? Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> I'd have to say DiGiorno at this point. Okay, yeah. Because there's a wide sur- selection of DiGiornos. Okay, good. All right, Joe, what, what are you stocking up with? I'm doing sardines and mustard. Oh, God, uh, you are nasty. (laughs) Whiskey and sardines. Whiskey and sardines. I don't want to go at Joe's book. You're not going to wait till you hear my next The title does not need to stop there. I'm I'm going to go anchovies with the sardines. Goodness gracious, the air filtration system you're going to need. It's my favorite meal at altitude, so. Nice, nice. Oh, You must, yeah, you must be delirious at altitude. That's true. Your taste buds are limited. Todd, you can you can come through the tunnel. That is a good point. Yeah. That is a good point. That's right. Talent, what are you stocking up with? Uh, well, I figured, you know what? I've got fridge that's being used to store the beer kegs and the beer, so I'm not putting any 
thing in there. I'm going a, a cans of Hormel chili con carne. Nice. <laughs> That's a good choice. Because you know what? Those will last forever. Yeah. And you don't need to refrigerate them. It's a hearty meal. <laughs> Speaking of another bunker I wouldn't want to be in after oh. that. Right. Yeah. Well, but I'm right. going for the strawberry blonde. I'll yeah, take that. Yeah. I'm not going there. I'm not going to Joe's for a sardine. No. <laughs> You're not invited. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I could see my way through the clouds. <laughs> uh, Todd is, though. Todd's always invited. Doctor, what are you stocking up with? Yeah, I think I'm going like more talents route. I'm going like a can of something hearty, like, like, Good thick gumbo or something like that. Something tasty. Some I'm going gumbo. Nice chicken pot pies for me. Yeah. Oh, that's there a good choice too. I would like to have the ones Kim made when we were camping, Joe. Yeah, uh, the Dutch oven. Good. But yeah. if that's oh, not an option, any chicken pot pie will do. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can make those anywhere though, even in a bunker. So yeah, possibly. Sure. And this was hard for me, so I can't even imagine how hard it was for for talent Tom and Doc. For Joe, I, I don't think it was hard at all. Um, album an album what what, (laughs) talent what album are you listening to oh that is it was a tough one um i actually went through my vinyl and looked at all of them and saw them and there's a lot (laughs) that you could take but to be honest with you one that i can just listen to over and over and over again from a little known band from arizona the refreshments nice Uh, busy fuzzy big and buzzy there you go uh it's a great (laughs) album and you can i just it's got three of my all-time favorite songs on it so that's what way i went nice Joe, like the Sierra Nevada from yeah. Tom. Any surprises for us? Yeah, I'm going to disappoint Doc and you, influencer. No, you won't disappoint me. Yeah. I'll be surprised, but not disappointed. Surprised, but not disappointed. Ah, looking for disappointment. Darn. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, you'd think you two. I already know it's sure. Cindy Lauper. Yeah, I know. <laughs> was, she was second on the list. Second on the list. Abba. Abba. But uh, a little band called Live and their album Throwing Copper. Actually, that's a good, really good album. I like that show. That's a, yeah. It's uh, the right mix of kind of depression and cynical hope. And I'm in a bunker drinking whiskey, eating sardines. (laughs) 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 It sets the right mood for me. Tom, you're a music guy too. I know this was hard. What album did you settle on? Well, like you said, it was really, really tough. I uh, didn't go through my vinyl. I went through my iTunes and... After long deliberations with myself, uh, I decided to kind of stay main, mainstream, and I went with Jimmy Buffett's Greatest Hits, because I figured, you know what? I want something upbeat, keep me happy, sing-alongs all day long, basically. So, Jimmy Buffett, Greatest Hits. Tom's Bunker, greatest place to be ever for five weeks. <laughs> and I'm drinking skunky Sierra Nevada, and I've listened to five weeks of Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> there's only going to be... Over. Yes, that's true. That's true. And knowing my luck, the refrigerator will go out, so the pizza will all go back. Oh, ouch! Five weeks. Five weeks. <laughs> Doc. Well, you know, I was going to go with Jimmy Buffett, but since Tom stole that one, because same, you know, a lot, I was going to go with Jimmy Buffett live. Uh, you know, because feel like you're at a concert. You know, getting out of the bunker. So let's see, huh? What's Plan B? How about like Kids Bop? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I, I, I'm gonna stick with Jimmy Close Buffett second. live, a live concert. Yeah, or I'll, or I'll go to I'll go to Talents Bunker and drink his beer and listen to some Roger Klein's. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I was thinking actually Buffett was close on mine, but I was thinking the box set was it the beer uh, bars ballads. Yeah, uh, beaches the box and, set. 
Yeah, because yeah. then you get a lot of songs. So yeah, yeah that's, that's I true. was trying to think of okay. long albums too. Yeah, that's a good. Call. Yeah, yeah. If you'd said box set, that would have been an easy choice. Oh, <laughs> I did not. But you know, talents never met a really likes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's why you work in the gray areas. Yeah. Never. Or I might go. I'm gonna go with like a comedy album, you know. But you, then you'd hear the same jokes over <laughs> no, and over, no. and it wouldn't be funny anymore. You <laughs> no, know? at some point, yes. But you'd hear another human voice in conversational yeah. English, so it might have its uh, yeah, help yeah. be your Wilson in your on your yeah, island. Yeah. What did you put? Creedence Clearwater Revival. Oh, though, I spent choice. way too much time on that, and I realized the Pink Floyd was going to make me so depressed at some point that uh, Creedence and probably uh, Willie and the Poor Boys, if unless yeah. the best of wasn't uh, an option. I think yeah, it is. Or choice. the box set, apparently. Box yeah, set? Box set, yeah. sure thing. <laughs> I did listen again. Once I get, I started listening to music. Like, could I listen? So I would listen to a song like five times. Yeah. Go, nope, nope, <laughs> can't do this work. one. Right. That's why I kind of had a feeling you two wasn't going to hold up for bunker bait for you because I listened to one song three times. I was like, still rocks, and not five times. I was like, I can Done. go about a year now. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much true of any song for me, though. Yeah. Uh, now, for some reason, there's a blockbuster VCR with a box set of an old TV show in this hypothetical bunker. Yeah. What show do you hope it is? Doc, can I start with you on this one? Sure. I'm, I'm going to go, you know, because I'd can re- i be able to relate. I'm going Gilligan's Island. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Good choice. Maybe get some ideas, you know, how to get out of that situation. I'm going Gilligan's Island. Different ways to wear coconuts. Yes. Yeah. Tom? Well, I'm going to go with an old favorite of mine. Sometimes you Because that show, when it was on, I just did nothing but laugh. <laughs> I hope and... we all get the theme treatment. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't bring my theme song, guys. Sorry. No. Oh, that was sweet. <laughs> that was nice, though. That was, was that good. Friends, good Tom? Is that what that was? Yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's the Friends reunion on HBO. I think it's coming in a couple weeks. Joe, what'd you pick? I'd be doing Twilight Zone, because I think that would help me feel oh, like Bunker oh, Life would be... Good answer, an- good answer. Let's level see, Twilight of Zone. Ding, ding. I'd go to Twilight Zone. Yeah, Between that pretty, and the pretty, Hanabury, you'd be really pretty drunk out. on whiskey watching Twilight Zone, eating oh, sardines. That is a alone. That's a number one answer. I want to change Twilight Zone. No, that just make you go crazy. Maybe. <laughs> I I had gun smoke because there's like twenty seasons, nine hundred uh, episodes. I uh, figured, oh, that would get me through nice. a while. That's true. Uh, or or uh, like Mutual of Omaha's Wild Kingdom, so I could feel like I was outside. Talent, what did you pick for a TV show? I actually picked this one first, but I was shocked you didn't go with Seinfeld. But I went with MASH. I went MASH, one of my favorites from as I was a kid. And so it'd be fun to go back and rewatch them because I think in some ways they would be new again. It holds up. Um, and it holds up. It and, does. It's, and, and there's a lot of them. You know why I didn't pick Seinfeld? Why is that? I got them right here. <laughs> there you right. go. I don't. I don't need them. <laughs> I, I got them yeah. with a content. little time. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking like three or four days. Yeah. I could You'll piece just, together yeah. every episode. If and, you and were that, in Joe's bunker, probably after day three, you could probably piece together the entire thing. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Don't need them. I already yeah. got them. That was a, a cheat. That's a life hack. Life Just hack in case right you're ever in a bunker, I already got an entire nine seasons of Seinfeld yeah. memorized. Nice. That's good. not good. It's great. I don't mean to show yeah. off about that. No, that's, that's a skill. I need good. that it's memory. St- no, I need that memory space for other things. I can't remember my phone number, my passwords. Right. <laughs> but I can't get them out. Mash was in my top three as well. So yeah, well that's a talent. good call too. But Twilight Zone. Yeah. yeah, that was the winning answer in my book. 
Nice. Book or banjo? Now, don't be a banjo, but book or musical instrument? I just like the way book, beers, and banjos sounded. It does sound really good. Talent, where, where'd you end up on this? I have no musical talent, so book all the way. And it needs to be something fairly lengthy. I'm thinking a Michener book. <laughs> Maybe something like Texas or Caribbean or Mexico or something that's going to take me at least two days to read. Oh, and then Car- I'll, Caribbean would be a good call. Yeah, yeah. So South Pacific. Yeah, Hawaii, any of those. Good call. Joe? So to guarantee that I'm alone, I would have a drum set. <laughs> <laughs> worst bunker ever. No, it's the worst. I'm the happiest guy in the bunker, but I'm the only guy in the bunker. <laughs> it's just the acoustics of the I whole know. thing. <laughs> and yeah, I don't have any musical talent, so it wouldn't be Ripping and riffing. Yep, just getting out energy, hilarious. baby. Uh, uh, Tom, how about you? I would take it as an opportunity to go back to something that I miss, and that's playing the piano and writing music. So piano and close second to be guitar, but definitely the piano. Yeah, I like that you have a bunker that fits a piano, because yeah, all that's... of a sudden that, that got to be a place to visit again yeah. in the first five weeks. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Little Billy Joel singing. Oh, yeah. Well, I could just see us tunneling over. Where are we going first? We're going over towns. We're going to get some strawberry blonde. So we go to Joe's. No, he can meet us over at Tom. He's doing a concert. <laughs> Joe can travel. Joe can travel when he's sober. Joe up, can meet us there. Up. He's jet propelled at this point. So, well, the good thing for Joe at that point is he doesn't have to walk. He just has to crawl. Literally. Yeah. What about you, Doc? Book or banjo? You know, I think I'm going going something to keep my spirits up. So I'm gonna bring a ukulele. It's got a happy, ah, it's happy good. sound. Yeah. That's a nice That's call. Nice. That's yeah. sweet. Isn't that is sweet? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of drums and realized I bought drums about 10 years ago and harmonica and I bought one 15 years ago and I have learned hardly anything other than hot cross buns. So that might just be a waste. So I'm going with my boy, Willie Shakes, Complete Works, because it's thick enough to become a drum if I decide to take up drumming. Nice. Listeners, what would your bunker necessities be? Message us on Twitter or Instagram, and we'll share on our next podcast. Talent, you did some extensive research? Yeah, I started going down the rabbit hole, uh, as you can imagine, the bunker lifestyle. Uh, so I basically just said, the hey, I'm... Bunker I'm, hole? Yeah, the bunker hole is what they call it. That's what those in the game call it, the bunker mm-hmm. hole. Uh, anyway, I was just looking for some FAQs on how to get into this uh, bunker lifestyle and where to go. And Surprisingly, there's actually not much out there in terms of people willing to share the information, at least where I was. I, I saw a lot of uh, ads on how to purchase one. People are selling them all over the country. You can get in uh, and get yours you know, uh, there, or they had like virtual tours of them and this and that. So I'm thinking probably I needed to go into a little uh, a darker web, deeper web maybe to find some of that. But I did find one with some FAQs. Uh, on on those of us that are just you know kind of testing the waters and just seeing if this bunker lifestyle is for us and so a couple of the questions that came up was uh, first question why do you need a survival bunker I, I think if uh, you're asking yourself that question you probably do but you know we've seen over the last year things happen uh, it might be nice to have a safe space you know and and they that doesn't even get into those that they talk about climate change related disasters nuclear war spreading diseases to zombie apocalypse are all reasons people have for uh, getting a survival bunker. So probably big question is how much does it cost to put in a bunker? Obviously varies greatly based on where and what type of shelter you're building. Some cost breakdowns. One of the most important things, especially in Joe's bunker is ventilation. (laughs) 
and a good ventilation system is going to run you between seven and ten grand right there. What just the ventilation for Joe. I, yeah. wow. Joe's That's bunker tough. probably fifteen to twenty grand for ventilation. Yes. That one with those. Uh, um, the next one is is you got to have blast doors or hatches. Yep. Uh, and again, price study: good blast resistant doors generally range between five thousand to thirteen thousand dollars a door. Um, so that's important as well. I, I did. Uh, I did hear that you need two doors. Yes. Because people actually actually have gotten trapped in their bunkers when they're so well concealed and the door got Shut, blocked and off, they, and yeah, then they yeah. couldn't escape their own bunker. Done. Yeah. No. They. Yeah. Uh, they. They talk about you need to. It's a good thing you have to have two exits because they call it a bolt hole. Because they did say that. Because if there's a collapse or <laughs> there's some kind of damage is done he to your main entrance hole. exit, you're digging yourself basically a coffin. It's an expensive coffin at that mm-hmm. point. Not a survival shelter. Uh, so they're saying irony. You know, roughly. Yes, roughly. Uh, you can expect to spend between, at the very least, forty to sixty thousand dollars uh, to get your shelter up and running and ready to go. Yeah, I'd rather just take Joe's, you know, whiskey and sardines and mustard and live with that. Yeah, take yeah. Our so, yeah, just live on the surface with those resources. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Question for Doc, our scientist, before you move on. Yeah, because uh, when the protecting us from nuclear disaster is anyone still buying the hype that a bunker is going to save you no. long term from a new doc does that hold up that that's logic? That's, a, that's a big no unless you're yeah. like yeah well no. i actually the i think heat, that's question heat, number five that's the heat itself five. i think would get you but go yeah. ahead yeah no the next question is is what do you need in a survivor bunker we've started we, we went over most of the necessities here uh but they did talk about one thing we did not talk about safe drinking water is actually important you need to have, Tom, this one says here, a minimum of six months worth of food and drink. So you're going to have to come up with a, the alternative to the pale ale. Porter it is. Whiskey, Tom. Whiskey. Or, however, this there is a, a, a company that has a long-term emergency freeze-dried food supply, and it has a 25-year shelf oh, life. Whoo. Roughly half the shelf life of a Twinkie. Um, <laughs> yeah. So those of us that grew up are of a certain age. Twinkies and peeps. peeps yeah, we could get peeps and Twinkies and those would last very long. So those are some things they talked about. Oh, uh, definitely need some gas masks and protective gear to wear. Just to Especially at Joe's. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Shortwave radio, real important if you want to be able to, like if we want to talk and talk, we're going to need shortwave radios. Those are important. Did talk about medications might be important as well and some antibiotics and that kind of stuff. And then also, as you alluded, it's not warm down there so warm clothing uh and that kind of stuff is going to be important so that you're in- once again not necessary for joe's the humidity no. will be high yes be fine. yes it it's will be, be very short high. short wave joe we're getting a lot of static no no that's just me no. <laughs> don't worry about that <laughs> so they, they talked about proper tools tool shed generator batteries and because they said light's going to be your friend so you you're going to be stocked up with there okay. uh and then we already hit this but don't forget to keep yourself entertained it talks about that that's really important as well Next question came up, which was really kind of where we just hit, is how long do you have to stay in a nuclear bunker? It said basically length of time is really going to depend on your location or proximity to where the blast happened. They said if you were at zero, ground zero, uh, you're not going to survive. Uh, So it doesn't matter at that point. But if you're far away, it just depends. But they kind of alluded to certain things is that most people don't have to know. uh, uh, But they said like if it's an aerial nuclear explosion, 14 days because it's not meant to cause the end of the world but they said things where it was uh, with like heavy radiation they said you can go to chernobyl right now and 30 years later it's still not safe to be there so uh you better plan on bunkering in for a long time if that is your goal yeah so those were the faqs that i was able to find i don't know uh, if that's going to convince anybody on it's a good plan it's cost a lot uh and you may be there for 30 plus years but yeah that's it so 
very interesting. And I agree with you. There's a lot of things in, the, in a lot of places. And it was actually more interesting to find the ones that have been built like super cushy. And then they're selling them for hundreds of thousands of dollars. And people are buying their bug out space in the desert. Like that's like 20 stories below the ground. Crazy. Every once in a while you see a house for sale and then they found a bunker there that they didn't know was there. And, and that's, is I mean, that's kind of the dream, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I agree. But if you're buying it out in Arizona and you live in, let's say, Texas yeah. or California, you got to get there. It's true. If the end of the world comes. Yeah. Details. Yeah. That's what I'm, <laughs> yeah. Well, there's going to be, there's warnings. There's always Just, a warning. You got to get yeah. on TikTok. They're yeah, telling us when. Yeah, They're TikTok. telling us exactly yeah. when. You can yeah. map it by the day. By Find, follow the time travelers yeah. and you know. I would miss a lot of things being boxed up in a bunker, although I think I'm ready more for it now than... I was a year ago. I think I could, I could do a year uh, easy, uh, but I'd miss a lot of things. Here's one of them. Welcome to beer or not a beer in your bunker. I was thinking of having clam chowder as my bunker food. So today's beers have to do with clam chowder ladies and gentlemen <laughs> i'm gonna name four beers having to do with clams one is not a real beer i thought of while thinking of what i'd eat in my bunker are you ready find the beer that is not really beer beer number one is hoppy as a clam hoppy as a clam beer number two i left my heart in sam clams disco <laughs> beer number three Beer number three, clam pasta chowder, clam pasta chowder. And beer number four, if they don't give a clam, we don't give a shuck. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Once again, beer number one, hoppy as a clam. Beer number two, I left my heart in Sam Clam's disco. Beer number three, clam pasta chowder. And beer number four, if you don't give a clam, we don't give a shuck, which is not a beer. I'll start in my upper left quadrant, Tom, which is not a beer. Wow, this is another tough one, Doc. That's a good one. Uh, you could go in a lot of different directions with this one. Which is not a beer. I'm going to go with the easiest one that you could have made up, Hoppy as a Clam. Hoppy as a Clam. Joe? Uh, before I give my answer, Todd, I want to just kind of sell my bunker to you a little bit. Um, I know the sardines aren't in. <laughs> An option you're looking at, and I think the whiskey maybe not, but I am going to have a bunker bidet. So, oh, yeah, no, I'm in. Got that's that that's priority from. for me. So maybe put me on the list of visits. All right, thank and, you. Oh, you're going to need it. Well, you want you want the answer now? Is that what you're, is that, you want me to hold? You want me to hold? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You want to give me the? Uh, <laughs> I just want to make sure you visit me. That's all. Uh, <laughs> and uh, my choice is I left my heart in Sam Clam Disco. Sam Clam's Disco. And I think if all you right. made that up, you're awesome. Also. All right. Influencer. I want a shirt that says Sam Clams Disco, but I'm going with don't give a shuck. Number You're four. You're going with if they don't give a clam, we don't give a shuck. Yeah, that's it. All right. And talent. Oh, my gosh. I didn't realize there were so many beers named after clams. Yeah. Oh, there were there were many more. Many yeah? more. Okay. I'm going to do the same. I'm going to say I left my heart in Sam's Clams Disco. I left my heart in Sam Clams Disco. All right. Beer number three, no one chose. Clam Pasta Chowder is really a beer. I didn't write down the brewery. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> uh, beer number one, 
Hoppy as a Clam is a beer from Sound to Summit Brewing. And we're down to I Left My Heart in Sam Clem's Disco. And if they don't give a sh- clam, I don't give a shuck. That really is a beer. Sorry, influencer. I'm, I'm that's from that's from awful. Burnham Brewing. The beer I made up as I left my heart in Sam Clem's Disco. That's a nice. brilliant name. Yes. T-shirt. Yeah, that means that we can make brilliant. a t-shirt. We can make that a t-shirt. Brilliant. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so I'm delighted to know that yeah. because and now we can make a t-shirt. Talent next need podcast. To I'll tell you, there's a joke that has that that refers to that. I'll okay. tell you the joke. It's the long, it's the long one. So I'll okay. wait for the next podcast. All right, teaser, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for joining us for another edition of Beer or Not a Beer in Your Bunker. Join us next time. Listeners, thank you for spending the hour with us. Let's hope the time travelers on TikTok are not as serious and reliable as they seem to be. I'm going to keep following and see if I can get any updates for next week. I'll let you know. That's all we can do is pay attention. We want to get back to breweries and get togethers and live music and a whole lot of other things outside of our bunkers. So fingers crossed that's happening soon. See you out there at the brewery soon. In the meantime and beyond, treat everyone with dignity and respect. And when you see somebody not doing that, say something. We'd love to keep drinking, but right now, we got to run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. All we need is a 10 and a 5 or a car and a key and a sober driver. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run.